What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Couch Podcast. In today's episode, to begin, Zwick, Jordan, and Butsy are going to preview the upcoming NFL week. And then after that, me, Zwick, and Butsy are going to talk about Butsy's gambling addiction as well as preview the college football slate for the upcoming weekend. All right, we are back with the NFL top of the show. We're going to start with Zwick's power rankings. Zwick, lead us off. All right. So we at number 10, we have... The Baltimore Ravens, bad, bad loss to the Steelers. Receivers played horrible. Not too worried. Number nine, Bengals. I think we're back. Um, may not be back, but I hope and think we're back. Eight, Seattle Seahawks. They were on a bye last week, but have looked impressive. Seven, Cowboys. Big drop for them. Looked really bad against the 49ers, but everyone looks really bad against the 49ers. Six, Detroit Lions. On the rise, five Buffalo Bills, four Dolphins, three Chiefs, two Eagles, number one 49ers. All right. Buttsy, do you want to start or should I? You go ahead. You lead us off. Okay. I, I have two. I'll start with the Ravens. I think the Ravens should be ahead of the Seahawks. Um, fluky loss by the Ravens, in my opinion. Divisional game, Mike Tomlin, shit happens. Receivers drop a million touchdowns. I'm not worried about the Ravens really in the slightest. And the Seahawks, they have a good win against the Lions, but other than that, they haven't really beat anyone. They beat the Giants, I mean, 24 to 3, beat the Panthers 37-27, and obviously lost to the Rams opening night. So I'm not a I'm not sold on the Seahawks being over the Ravens. Um I think, you know, that that offense for the Ravens has more talent and that defense is certainly better than Seattle. So I I like the Ravens at uh 8 over the Seahawks. But so you go ahead, and then uh, if you don't say mine, I'll say my other one. I don't know if I have many qualms with this list, honestly. I might move the Bills to four over the Dolphins. Oh. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I really don't – like, I want to throw the London game just out the window. I know, like, I, I, if you can, we've been talking all week about how inconsistent the Bills are, and, yeah, they didn't play great at all. I mean, Josh Allen still had a really, you know, pretty solid game that had zero run game. Uh, the one pick he threw was kind of just like a punt anyways. It was in Diggs's hands, then it got taken out of his hands. So I think the Bills are playing pretty good football right now. Um, I think leaving Friday, Friday afternoon or Friday evening to London, getting there Saturday, having to stay up all day Saturday, and then getting one night sleep in on, on London time and then having to go play a game against a team who's been there for a week and a half, I think is really fucking difficult. Um so I, I would say that the Bills are playing a little better than the Dolphins right now. I think the Dolphins have regressed back to their mean, although their mean is still very high. Um, I think they're human. I mean, two or three really bad pick six last week um, against the Giants. And the Giants probably were, they were never really in the game, but they hung around for a little longer than I think people would have liked to see out of Miami. Um, but that would be my only kind of qualm with this list. I really do like the way this list is shaping out. Uh, I think the Eagles are getting back to their old form. Uh, they they played really well against the Rams, who I think are a really good football team. Um, but besides that, I, I have no qualms with the list. Jordan, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear about what your other qualm could be. Yeah, I think the Jags should be above the Seahawks too. I know you want to throw out the the London game, but they, they I think that win over the Bills is a better win than anything the Seahawks have. So maybe I'm a Seahawks hater. Maybe I just like the Ravens and the Jags. I don't know. Zwick. Give me uh give me some pushback. Where we yeah educate us. One <laughs> the only reason I have the Bills under the Dolphins is because of the Matt Milano injury. 
and the injuries on true. in Buffalo because one, I think Matt Milano is one of the you know most underrated middle linebackers in the league, and losing him in Buffalo really really hurts. And they lost Daquan Jones, one of their best defensive tackles as well. And so it just seemed like everyone on the Buffalo defense was getting hurt last week in London. And maybe that has something to do with the turf. I know there were some complaints about that or whatever, but they, their defense is banged up. And as far as the Seahawks, I like the Seahawks. I, I think Cincinnati, the Bengals have a must win game this weekend. And I'm worried because the Seahawks are a really good football team. The Jags impressed me against Buffalo, but I just, I don't think they're better than anyone on this list. I like, I don't think they're better than Baltimore. I don't think they're better than Cincinnati. I I don't know. They're, they're easily an honorable mention to me, but I just don't think they're better than anyone on this list. I think they're comparable to like a Seahawks in the AFC. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But also, like, I think what's important to, to remember is like the Seahawks didn't play last week. Like they had a bye. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know if that yeah, might be... Skewing your your. I think no. I think that's skewing Zwick's view because I think the last time we saw the Seahawks, they dominated the Giants, and the last time we saw the Ravens, they had an ugly loss to the Steelers. But that doesn't change who they are to me. So I think I I'm fine with having them over the Jags. Um, I'm not super strong on that, but I don't I I don't get having the Ravens that low. I think they just had a fluky loss. Zwick, are you holding that against them? I I mean. Yeah, a fluky loss. Yes, I'm not too worried about them. But anytime you put up a performance like that, I can't really give you credit and just be like, "Oh, like that yeah. never happens." Fair enough. Because yes, I don't blame Lamar much for that game because the receivers did drop. I think two or three touchdowns and like a hundred over a hundred yards of passes. Yeah. But Lamar did throw a really really bad interception. That was bad. Lose them the game, and no one is really talking about that. So Ravens will be fine, I think, but really poor showing against the Steelers. Fair enough. Yeah. Chargers next week will probably be in here too, but we, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they, when they upset the Cowboys. Um, all right, let's move on to betting. Do you guys have your uh, upset picks ready? We're going to try out a new segment, by the way, for the listeners upset alert. We're going to, we're going to all pick an underdog to win outright. Do you guys have your picks ready or should we do regular betting first? I have mine ready. I got mine too. All right, let's start with upset alert because it's more fun. I will start. I like, and I know I just argued for him. I think the Jags are on upset alert this week against the Colts. Jags coming home from two weeks in London. They somehow don't have a bye. Instead, they have to play this like hard-nosed, scrappy team with pretty good chemistry and maybe the best backup quarterback in the league who's going to play this week in Gardner Minshew. Um, their only impressive we- win for the Jags was last week. I just don't think they're in a good spot coming off a huge win, emotional win, traveling home after being in London. That adjustment is no joke. And the Colts, I I think they have a pretty solid QB. I think, um, you know, it's a divisional game. It's a revenge game. The Jags beat the Colts in week one. So I like the Colts to pull off the upset there. There is my upset alert. Who wants to go next? I can go. My upset is it's only a three point spread. So call it an upset don't call it yeah. an upset Colts were uh Colts were plus four so yeah Buccaneers over Lions oh the this is pretty spicy 
the Lions have looked very good, and I know I just put them sixth in the power rankings, but the Buccaneers are very quietly three and one and have looked a lot better than I you know, said that they were going to look over the offseason. So I will take that L and see how this you know season progresses for them. But Baker has looked good, and the receivers have looked good. The defense looks to be overachieving again, and they're at home four o'clock game. I don't know something about it. I, I feel like lions should be more than should be favored by more than three points. And I think there's a reason they're not. Yeah. I, I actually think that's a great take. I'm surprised that spread is three, but go ahead. I'm going to pick the bears plus the three, but take them on the money line. Cause I think you they're going to win this game. You would uh, pick the bears. Justin Jefferson is a huge loss for the Vikings. It seems like he has been their entire offense all season. Um, and without him, I think this team is completely lost. I think their skill positions and I mean, this might be just a mega week for Jordan Addison and I could be completely wrong and he could step into big shoes, but I, Justin Jefferson is the best receiver in the league and and losing him, obviously, you know, leaves a huge hole in their offense. Uh, Justin Fields over the last two games has eight touchdowns and one interception. I think he's figuring something out. I think him and DJ Moore developing that connection that people thought they were going to see right away. Um, Obviously, DJ Moore had one of the best fantasy performances in Bears history. Last week against the Commanders, putting up forty nine. I, I think that he that I think the Bears are going to absolutely torch the Vikings defense uh, and the Vikings secondary. If Justin Fields can get time to throw the ball um, to DJ Moore, because I know the Vikings defense and is is pretty bad across the board. I think that they'll be able to light up the Vikings. Um, I think Chicago is sensing a little bit of hope in this team. And if they're sensing a little bit of hope, I think Soldier Field's going to be rowdy. Um, the Vikings, like this could be a fire sale after the Vikings could be a fire sale after this game. If they lose this game, they're going to be one and five with a hurt Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's that's when you start thinking about shipping off Kirk Cousins. So the Bears do have a little momentum. They've been playing a lot better. No Justin Jefferson. The Vikings are really, really bad. Give me the Bears uh, at home. I think they get it done. All right. There you have it. Upset alert. Um it, we have the Vikings, the Jags, and the Rams are on upset alert, right? Is that who the Bucks are playing? Bucks Rams? No, Bucks uh, Lions. Bucks, oh, Bucks Lions. Lions on upset alert. I wanna. I'm trying to put that parlay in to see what it would be, but I'll I'll do it later. Um. All right, let's move on to regular betting. My first one. I have Texans plus one and a half against the Saints. The Saints just beat up on a terrible Patriots team. I think. Obviously, that score is not uh, accurate to how good the Saints are. I think the Pats are going to make anyone look good with the way they played last week and these last few weeks. But um, Texans kind of gave a game away last week against the Falcons, gave up a game-winning drive. Their defense isn't amazing. Um, but I love how Stroud's playing. I love how the the young receivers are playing. So I think they they get this one done against the Saints. My... I don't mind it. I, I like the Texans a lot this year. I do too. CJ Stroud is awesome. Mine is Bills minus 15. This spread could be 20, and I think I would still like it. Even if Daniel Jones was playing, I would still like it. But it's, you know, Tyrod Taylor going into Buffalo Sunday night. It's going to be rowdy, and it's a Dable revenge game, but I don't think it matters because I think the Giants are that bad. Saquon is questionable, so I think Bills – my bills minus fifteen. All right, I I I have no issues with that. The Giants are giving up points 
like just for fun. So, by the way, the the upset alert parlay would be plus thirteen ninety on DraftKings if you want to get crazy with it. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty juicy. It's Brian. definitely worth a sprinkle. Go ahead, Butsy. My first play, I'm going to take the Panthers plus fourteen. Um, in I Miami, like I do not like this. This is probably the most disgusting play that I've placed. No, it's not. Uh, since <laughs> since since Chicago plus fourteen or twelve and a half against since the Matt Eberflus coach of the year since Matt Eberflus coach of the year might be the worst uh, prediction in history. Although there's a lot of ball left, a lot of momentum for that team. Uh, big week this week for him. Love love him to bounce back or in a you know continue continue to put W's in the W column. Um, but I like the Panthers plus fourteen here uh, against the Dolphins. I think at chain a chain at chain. I said that right. A chain right? a fuck a chain. A-chan. A-chan. No, A-chan. I, no, he said it was a chan. A-chan. I think. All right. Yeah. Well, let's go with a chan then. Whatever. <laughs> a chan. I'm going to go a chan. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Wait. I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Die on that. A chan. A chan's out for a while um, with that injury. I don't think they'll be able to run the ball as well with, with you know, Mostert being the lead back. Um, I also think Jeff Wilson is coming back this week. Yeah. Uh, so that might be interesting to see him get reincorporated into the lineup. I think the Dolphins. I think they're going to just score through the air, but I think Carolina will be able to do enough to put up a few scores themselves and keep it under the 14 point total. Um, it's a tall task for, I mean, it feels like a tall task for Carolina to ask Carolina to cover 14 points. I mean, two touchdowns, but I think, like I said, the Dolphins are aggressive to their mean and their mean is very high still, but they're not I, like, I don't think they're really going to put up 70 against Carolina. Um, I think that Carolina will find a way to make this game scrappy for a little bit yeah i i mean carolina put up 24 last week against the lions so their offense isn't as bad as maybe we thought it was coming out it, it's still it, they're bad offense let's let's be honest but um they're bad offense the worst but offense. but the dolphins no the patriots are the worst offense yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it can't be anyone other than the pats the steelers yeah. are are pretty atrocious too but i think i think the panthers can actually keep this close because the Dolphins' defense also is a little bit suspect. It, it's not um, up to snuff for the the level of their offense and, and what you would want a contender's defense to be. So I like that. I think they can keep that close. My, Thanks, I don't my like next it. play <laughs> my next play is the Falcons. Minus two and a half versus the Commanders. Falcons got a huge win last week. Desmond Ritter actually showed some signs of being a decent quarterback, although I don't know if he is a decent quarterback, but he showed some life with a game-winning drive against the Texans last week. So now they play the, the Commanders at home. I don't think the Commanders are good. Um, I honestly, I really, obviously, the Falcons have Bijan. Um, I think they have a little bit more talent in terms of just running the ball. They have a great line. Hopefully, Ritter can build on what he did last week. So I'm going Falcons at home, minus two and a half. I like, I like it. Desmond Ritter's also disgusting at home. I think he's like, there's some crazy sad. He's like, won 30 plus games in a row at home in like high school and college and the NFL. So <laughs> high school Ritter's, and college and the NFL. So Ritter, Ritter's disgusting at home. He's undefeated at home in, in, in many, many games. So I don't mind that at all. I like that. Go ahead, Zwick. I like it too. I, I'm kind of, I don't know how to feel about the commanders. They're so weird. Like yeah, Sam they're inconsistent. Good, like every other week. And I just, Bijan is awesome, though. We'll say that. Bijan is awesome. 
nerd nugget for you guys. Sam Howell is on track to get sacked 95 times this year. There we go. <laughs> which we would go. be the most in the NFL by in hit in NFL history by a long shot. So their front whatever, front four or five is just the worst in the NFL. And it's not I wonder close. I wonder who has that record. Who's been sacked the most? Like I will Google Andrew it Luck. right now. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's Joe gonna Burrow be up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know Andrew Luck like retired because of it, but made yeah. me real sad. <laughs> uh, do you have another pick? I do have another pick. I don't know if you were talking to me or not. Yeah, but yeah I, you. one of my my other picks is 49ers minus ten. Um, I'm going with two heavy favorites, but I just the, the total is 36 and a half for this game. That's just gross. Two really good defenses. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take the under for this game too. But two really good defenses, and the Browns are starting PJ Walker um, against the 49ers defense. So I don't see that going very well for them. No Nick Chubb as well, also for the Browns, obviously. So I don't see them being able to move the ball very well. And 49ers minus ten. Okay, I I have to disagree with this one. I was going to take the Browns as my upset alert until Deshaun Watson was ruled out. Oh, if Deshaun, it's different. Right, it's very different. But the reason is is because this is going to be a shitty bad weather game, and the Browns have a fantastic defense. I think this could be ugly. I like this under. I actually love this under. Yeah, this Um, is good under. But yeah, I, I think the Browns could have sneaky pulled this off if Watson was in there. Um, and 10 points, I think, is just too much when this is going to be running the ball and, like, fumbles and drop passes everywhere. So I don't think the Niners' offense is going to look as explosive or get things as easily in the rain against one of the best defenses in the league. I think the Browns have a good chance to cover this, so I'm, I'm going to disagree with that. But I, 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 think, uh, I think this under, for sure. I didn't know there was bad weather. But that makes me want to just change my pick altogether to 36 and a half under. So I will just give out both picks. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> All right. A little double. And total under 36 and a half. Mortal lock. Heard it here first. All right. So the it's going to be like Niners 20 to 7 or something. Yeah, or like like twelve to eight, something gross. <laughs> well, then they or, wouldn't cover. Well, I guess that wouldn't be covering, but it'll be like twelve <laughs> to like three. zero. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go ahead, Butsy. You're welcome for saving you, Zwick. Saving me? What are you talking about? He he added both picks to his card. Oh no, I know, but now he now he knows there's bad weather. So Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. <laughs> now you can make more money. Yeah, now I'm rich. Facts. So I have a just a general statement about my 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 card. My card is the most disgusting card. <laughs> that you guys will ever see in the in history. Like I will show it to you when I place it all tomorrow oh. night. It is the most disgusting thing you will ever see. I'm so um, excited. I'm on the I'm on I'm on the Browns here too. Um I think their defense is going to slow down San Francisco and I think they're capable of at least putting one or two at least, like give me like just 13 points. Like PJ Walker I, sneaky, not bad. He's sneaky, not bad. He not bad. He had some he's sneaky, not bad. He had some okay moments in yeah. in Carolina and that's saying something also by the way David Carr uh in 2002 got sacked 76 times in a season could you oh. imagine getting sacked 76 times in a season like oh my David. god you know how no many wonder. like sorry I'm going on a tangent here you know how many quarterbacks like take their O lines out for like a, a dinner <laughs> or like Baker like Baker <laughs> took uh 
I saw this today. Baker Mayfield took the whole Bucks O line to the Bahamas for a golfing trip, and yeah. like quarterbacks will buy. Like I think Joe Burrow bought his O line like all new Rolexes, yeah, something like that a couple years ago. That would be what do you do if that's your O line? <laughs> what, what do you do in your O line if, if you're if you're that's giving almost, up seventy six? That's almost five a times a game. It's five insane. sacks a game. Yeah, geez, David Carr career didn't pan out how how it was supposed to. Maybe that's yeah. part of the reason why. Yeah. Uh, so sucked. I'm on the he Browns. He also sucked. <laughs> he also did kind of suck. I'm on the Browns here. Uh, plus ten points. It's going to be disgusting. It's going to be gross. I think a lot of people are going to come in on San Francisco just riding the hot hand. I think Cleveland's going to make this game gross and dirty. What what was that for? What was that reaction for? I mean, just because that's literally me. <laughs> It is you, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going right at you here. I'm going yeah. contrary <laughs> to what to what you said. Uh, I think the Browns are going to make this game absolutely disgusting. Um, is it going to be a game that I'm going to want to watch on TV? No, because it's because yeah. there's going to be no scoring and it's going to be really gross. Um, but do I hope they cover the ten? Absolutely, because I will have a nice chunk of change on it. Yeah, that's the game you you don't put on the TV, but you check your phone like every you know commercial break of. Of whatever you're watching, and you're like, it's oh, like oh, still, fourth and twelve, still th- fourth and twelve on their own thirty, fourth and twelve on their own thirty. Like, okay, like all right, oh, that's what I expect. Niners, Niners kicked the field goal. Ten minutes left in the third. Here we go, six nothing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my last one. I'm going another contrary. We got a lot of infighting this pod in the betting segment. I'm going Vikings minus three at the Bears. I think a lot of people. I think Jay Jett's injury affected this line too much the vikings are better than the bears um everywhere you look so addison i think comes out and does have the big game i think hawkinson goes crazy the bears everyone can go crazy against the bears it doesn't matter so i i like vikings minus three i think that's a safe number too if it was three and a half maybe i would think about it but honestly i like it at three the bears home field i don't think it's really going to matter i don't think the bears defense is good enough um Obviously, the Vikings defense isn't great either, but I think the Vikings offense is better than the Bears. So give me the Vikings minus three. Sorry, Butsy. Zwick, if you have another, right. go ahead. I like this over. I was going to come with that, with the Vikings Bears over. Um, Justin Fields seems to have found his stride somewhat. Maybe he was just playing the Commanders but and the Broncos, but he gets another really, really bad defense this week against the Vikings and I don't know, no Justin Jefferson, that's no fun, but two bad defenses and, you know, playmakers on both sides of the ball, I I think. So I think that this this could soar over um, another big DJ Moore game, and I like a big TJ Hawkinson game. Let's go. I have, Hawk, I have Hawkinson in like two leagues, I think, maybe three. Uh, nice. This total is low, 43. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. Maybe that's oh, a bad rain. one or two. Yeah. I was going to say that that would be the only reason because those defenses stink. Um, yeah, bad weather yeah. across the country this weekend. Yeah, what yeah, the hell? Hurricane warning? I don't know. Butsy, you got another pick? Oh, I got a few more. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. I do have a few more. I have a few more. How gross. This yeah, is my really two. Gross. This is my. Oh, you gonna, You guys are going to fucking hate this one. <laughs> and, I'm, and I mean, like, hate this one. This is my two unit play of the week. Okay. I'm scared. The New York Giants mm. plus the 15. Uh, uh, the New York Giants plus the 15. The New York Giants <laughs> plus the 15. I Rob Taylor. Um, not bad. Not great. <laughs> not Maybe bad. as good as Daniel Jones. Maybe better as, as Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. <laughs> Maybe he can scramble a little better than Daniel Jones and escape the pocket that collapses. Oh, the ball that's snaps. gross. This uh, is gonna have much film on him. 
This is going to be another Bears plus 12. <laughs> this needs to be like a – this needs to just be like – if Saquon's not playing, this bet is absolutely fucked. Um, but I think yeah. he, he sat out the last, what, two weeks? I believe he's questionable. I mean, he's been questionable the last two weeks and he hasn't played yet. Um, so I if Saquon plays, I think they're going to find a way to at least score like a touchdown. Like uh, maybe like maybe two touchdowns, which would be all I would really hope I needed. Huge. <laughs> um, if we're gonna talk about how inconsistent the Bills are, and their defense is really fucking banged up, I think that's a real concern of theirs. Is how banged up their defense is after last week playing on that concrete field, uh, out in out in London town, in Tottenham out Hospital London, Stadium. Yeah. Out out in London. Um, I'm going to take the Giants plus fifteen. I think the Bills' defense is banged up. I think that the uh, Giants offense with Saquon will have a little bit of momentum. Uh, fresh face in at QB doesn't never hurts. I mean, how many times does the backup come in and like have one stellar game? And and I mean, did like, you see the Browns? Did you see DTR last week? DTR last week is is an exception. Tyro Taylor has been in, has been around <laughs> for a true. long time. Tyro Taylor was born for this. He was born to be a backup QB, and he's going to be a damn good one on Sunday. Mm. I like it. I like the conviction you said with it that you might have convinced me. Passionate about Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> My Ooh, only thanks. issue is I think the Bills could hang like fifty on on that defense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> so I, uh, it's either not... I think it's either they they cover or they lose by forty. Like I don't think they're there's they're, if the Bills win by sixteen or like seventeen, I'll be shocked. Like be... I think it, they're either going to win by a hundred or by or not cover. Right. Okay. I like that. I like I like the way you, you broke that one down and thought about it. Yeah. I'm all out of picks. I'm not the degenerate buttsy is swick. Do you have any left? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm all out. If I had to choose one on the fly, it would probably be like Pats plus three, obviously. No, oh it'd probably God, be Raiders. Raiders alt spread like minus twenty eight and a half. <laughs> no way. It's a pretty good bet. Pretty safe bet. <laughs> Patriots probably won't move the football. Mac Jones is good for two turnovers. Yeah. Oh my God. You get. Oh, I know you guys remember the Patriots Raiders game last year. So I don't. Oh yeah. I, I blocked that out of my memory. Right. Actually, I I don't. Right. Jacoby. Hey, we knew Jacoby Myers was going to go to the Raiders. He was just sabotaging. Yeah. He, him yeah. He knew something. Yeah. I yeah. had that game surgically removed from my brain. So it's all Until good. I, I have don't no look up the highlights. Happened. They're really bad. <laughs> um. Okay. I have three more plays to fire off, or two more plays to fire off. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Cincinnati, Seattle. Under 45. Mm. Um, I think that, you know, you look at this total and you see 45 with two really solid offenses and you think this is too low of a total. Um, but I think, oh, excuse me. I think Seattle off a of bye could come out a little slow. Um, I don't think they're going to throw the ball a ton. I think they're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, I think Kenneth Walker is going to have a huge game, but I think that Seattle's defense will be able to slow down Joe Burrow. Um. After, I mean, they just played arguably the worst defense in the league in the in the Cardinals. So I think Seattle's defense isn't great. I think Jamal Adams is back this week too, which I think is really going to help this uh Seahawks secondary. So I'm going to take that under. I think this is going to be um more of a defensive game and and not the shootout that everyone is expecting it to be. Um, and my final play is the Cardinals plus seven against the Rams. Let's go! I love it. This is going to be, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to make this my mortal. Uh, this is going to be my mortal this week. Listen, the Rams are good. Like we, I, I'm like, I'm a fan of the Rams. I think they're solid, but I think the Cardinals are just too frisky to not make something happen here. Too frisky. Uh, um, seven. They're too frisky. There's a, it's a high total 49. I think it's going to be an up and down game. 
I think the Cardinals, if they can avoid turnovers, um, then I think they'll they'll firmly be, you know, within the number. So give me the Cardinals plus a seven. I love it. I almost had them as my upset alert. Um, my mortal lock is going to be the Texans. Butsies is the Cardinals. Zwick, give us your mortal so I can put it in DraftKings. My mortal, which one was it? I forget. Oh, oh you said the under? The under or? I like. I like the under and and um uh Browns Niners, but my my most confident mortal would be Bills minus fifteen. Oh, Love it. let's go at All it! All right, let's go yeah. at it. <laughs> uh, hang on, let me find it. Are they a night game? Yeah, they're Sunday, Sunday night football. Night. I believe. Unfortunately, Sunday night football. Here we go. There's All a right. lot of. Like, we, that would be a, a our mortal lock parlay is at plus five eighty nine. Go bet it on DraftKings. Use code the couch for no discount at all. <laughs> Next segment uh-huh. we have what do we have? Teasers. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna make our teasers. Yeah. Uh, new segment, the three man teaser segment. We get ten points each. So let's say I wanted the Patriots, which I never would. They're plus three this week. If I put them in our three team teaser, they would be plus thirteen. So good transition from betting. I'm going Cardinals plus 17. I do not think they lose this. They get blown out. I, I think they can lose this game. Absolutely. They could lose it by two touchdowns and we can still cover. What I like to do with teasers is find underdogs that I think are good teams and then take a bunch of points and just say that it's not going to be a blowout. So I like cards plus 17. Just don't get blown out. They're super frisky. Good defense. Jonathan Gannon, better coach than everyone thought. He's really socially awkward, but he can sure coach, coach a defense. Football. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he can. So cards plus 17. That's my first. That's the first leg of our three man teaser. Zwick or Butsy. I don't know who who's I ready. love. I, I love this leg of my teaser or of our, of our, of our teaser. Wow, it's tough to say. Give me the Texans plus 11 and a half at home against the Saints. I think the Saints offense is kind of mid. Uh, I actually don't really think that they're that good. I think Kamara's been okay. I think Derek Carr. Still fighting an injury. I mean, they didn't have to do much last week to beat the Patriots. Uh, their defense kind of took care of business, but Stroud is legit. I think at home, I think there's a little excitement around Houston with the Texans at the moment. Um, give me a loud environment. I really don't think they'll lose by more than 12 at home uh, against the Saints. I don't think the Saints are much of a high-octane offense, uh, and I think Stroud can put up points. So I like them to cover the 11 and a half. Love it. We're going to be so fucking rich. Zwick, don't screw this up. God, Please. Well, speaking of, sports, I know, I know what you're gonna do. I know what you're gonna do. I already I, know your play. Who? You're gonna do uh, 49ers to win. No, I wasn't. <laughs> speaking of screwing this up, I will go to the team that screws up everything. Chargers plus eleven and a half. Yeah, let's go. A Chargers bet. That makes it interesting. Oh. I, there's no way they get blown out, right? No, <laughs> I hate this so much. We I actually, I actually don't Monday love it We're going to have to sweat this on Monday night. night. Oh, uh, that's, that's beautiful. That's even better. Well, They're at home. Week, but it's but it's good because you can either start the week like up a couple units or you just start the week immediately down like 200 bucks. Oh, well, I mean, for me. <laughs> <laughs> They're at home, but they're not really at home. That's going to be like uh, a shit. Cowboys, I, like 70 percenter. Chargers have 17 away games. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Cowboys too. Those those fans are everywhere. It's a hype beast franchise. All right, well, so. I can't change it now. I can't change it now. 
Chargers. You can. No, I'll let you change it. I, I hate we it. Will, we will absolutely let you change <laughs> it. Okay, all right, all right. It sucks all right, all right. so bad. All right, all right. Now the, the Chargers are going right, to win by 15. <laughs> all right, my other one is kind of gross. It might be even grosser. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll, talk we'll, we'll, talk right, we'll talk it through with you. We'll talk it through. We'll talk it through. Jets plus 12. Okay, who are they playing? The Eagles at home. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Dude, what, are you, what are you talking about? You're getting 16 and a half. Is that what it okay, is? Okay, yeah, yeah. 16 and a half. There okay. you go. All That's right. more like it. 10 points. 10 points. 10 points on the on the three team teasers. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. All right. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. We're listening. The Eagles secondary is not that great. Zach Wilson <laughs> is definitely one of the quarterbacks of all time. Okay? <laughs> and he has looked, you know, somewhat better. Somewhat better. I'd say he's like almost as good as Josh Dobbs now. All right. That's pretty exciting for Zach Wilson. Better than Mac Jones? Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. damn it. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, he's the third best QB in the uh, AFC East. He might be the fourth best. Wait, third? No. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought you were talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, talk talk us through. Talk us through his play. Okay, so Eagles secondary not that great. Garrett Wilson, really good at football. True, like really really good at football. Brees Hall, really really good at football. Zach Wilson, eh, at football, but has looked better. I think they're at home. I think the Jets need this one. Eagles still haven't really impressed me that much lately. I know they're five and zero. Say whatever you want to say, but. I don't know. Something about the Jets. I don't think Jets, they'll get blown out. Jets what? defense, are they still good? Jets defense is still very good. Um, still very, very good. You know, obviously only lost to th- all lost by three to Kansas City. And I don't know. I think that if you can lose by three to Kansas City, then you can lose by 15 to the Eagles. Yeah. But see, I think that's just math. Mm. But so. do you like the Jets or the Chargers play? Which one do you hate? Less. <laughs> um, I actually kind of like the Jets. Sixteen and a half. That's a lot of points. That's a lot we, of points. I mean, we could take the Niners I, to win. Let me let me tell you what my fear is with the Jets. That's lame. My, it is kind of lame. Uh, my fear with the Jets is their O line is going to get absolutely fucking oh, torched. Like I think their I think their O line could get absolutely demolished, and if Zach Wilson is rolling out, um, that usually doesn't end well for him and and the Jets franchise. So I don't love love the Jets. Um, I think Zach Wilson is prone to have a few turnovers when he's pressured in the pocket, but I, God, I kind of want I like the, I kind of like the Chargers more now. Okay, all right. <laughs> Uh, All right, then, like then the why, don't we, why don't we flip a coin? We'll flip no, a coin. we, we got to leave it up to Zwick because I like the Jets, but she likes the Chargers, and this is your pick, Zwick, so you, yes. you have to pick it. That's fair. Fuck. Uh, man. Do you want to flip a coin for your like for your vote? <laughs> yeah, you I think I want to flip a coin. <laughs> okay, flip a coin. All right, all right, all right. Heads, is, heads will be uh, the... Can we ask Siri? Yeah, I'm going to ask Yeah, we should ask Siri. ask Siri. All right, so heads is Chargers. Yes. Health is Jets. Okay, you guys ready? Yep. I got 20 bucks on tails. Siri, flip a coin. It's heads. Charger. Yeah! <laughs> Charger. Right, right. 
Chargers. <laughs> Chargers plus. All right. uh, I think actually that line is um, it's twelve and a half. I think. Twelve and a half. Yes, we're gonna get twelve and a half there. Jordan, run us through the uh, three team teaser real quick. Dude, I have it on DraftKings, but it doesn't let me make it a teaser. It just says parlay. So. Oh. Um, uh. So, anyways, the three team teaser would be the Chargers plus the uh twelve and a half Cardinals plus the seventeen. And then I took the Texans plus the 11 and a half. I think a lot of dogs. Like Hungry dogs run match. fast. I like that. Like, I, I, I like taking the underdogs who are good teams and just taking the points, especially in a three-man. We get 10 points. I like this. I like it a lot. Butsy, is, uh, is this a hammer? This is going to be definitely a two-unit play. Um, okay. We'll see how tomorrow one. goes in college football. Uh, okay. Um, and then it might get elevated to a to a possible three unit play, which would be which would be fun. Um, but we also have a lot of units going down on Sunday across the board, so um, we'll see because yeah. we got a lot a lot of action, a yeah. lot of action, right. and a lot of gross action too. Like it could all go south really quick. It it will if you <laughs> it, pick it, Panthers plus fourteen. Panthers, Giants, Panthers, Giants, Cincinnati, Seattle under Cleveland and Arizona, all sick. dogs. You are a sick man. Yeah, all dogs. You, you have a problem, but I, I love you fast. for it. Well, Jordan, Jordan did say last night, and it, it kind of like you know, I, I had a deep thought for a minute. Jordan was like, "Well, you do have a like a mental illness. Like you are, you are like a like a degenerate." <laughs> no, like, I'll tell uh, you what happened. He <laughs> called me soft for putting ten bucks on some stupid bet that was never going to hit, and obviously didn't. And he was like, "I have fifty on it. You're soft." And I was like, "Okay, you have a serious problem. We can talk <laughs> about it whenever you want." You have something wrong with you, and he was, and then he got real quiet. <laughs> love. I did get real quiet. I did. That's, that's love. A true story. Love that shit. <laughs> all right, great betting segment. Uh, Butsy, don't lose all your money, and well, you guys are gonna come to uh, college with Max. So thank correct. you for listening. All right, I am here with Butsy and Zwick, and today we're going to be talking college football for Week Seven. I can't believe it's already Week Seven. I am. Very surprised. Uh, it's going by too quick, honestly. But yeah, there's some good matchups uh, this weekend. It's no last weekend by any means, but there are some fun ones we're going to talk about. First off, I want to start with, I know this is a homer pick, but I want to start with Texas A&M going down to Tennessee and Knoxville, taking on number 19 ranked Tennessee. It's going to be a checkered uh, stadium. It's going to be sold out. Man, am I afraid of Tennessee blowing blowing their uh, load here? Oh, that was weird. Um didn't mean it. I I started with blowing and I had to end it. Dude, what different. the fuck? Yeah, fucked Holy up. But anyways, what? The... Too hard, too hard. Uh, yeah. So, A and M comes in. They have a couple of key wins. They they looked good against Arkansas. Looked good against Auburn. Um, obviously they lost against Miami. Tennessee should win this one. Uh, this is the type of game where Tennessee fucks up and looks really bad. That being said, I think we're gonna get it done here. Um. I'm praying we're going to get it done here because we need this one. If we lose, we're kind of looking real rough for the college football playoff. I think we're out. Um, do you guys have any leans on this one? I can start with you, Buds. By the way, I think you guys are already out of the college football playoff at this point. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I, I think we're, out, we're, be... we're actually done for if uh, if that happens. If this well, oh well, if you lose this game, then absolutely. But I think you guys are definitely on the outside looking in at the moment. Listen, um, this is weird. I like this is weird to me, and I'll tell you why this is weird to me. Tennessee is only minus three at home. They're the ranked opponent, and they're at home. That place, fortress to play, right? Very, very, very tough place to play. A&M, tough loss to Alabama last week. Game they could have won. They could have won that game. Um, too many mistakes, but they could have won. 
why is it why is why why is Tennessee only minus three? Like Texas AM has two losses, they're unranked, they haven't looked great. Um, but Tennessee's number 19, they're only three point favorites at home. Oh man, it 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 worries me a little bit. It scares me a little bit. Um, I, I do think Tennessee does win this game by more than a field goal, but I, I I'm not gonna put money on it. I think this is a little bit of a shaky game for me. I think there's a lot of a lot of variables going into this one. Yeah, I think they're just giving respect to the SEC team uh in Texas AM. That would be my guess. I think when it's inter SEC rivalry, they kind of uh you know keep the points low. But I don't know. I, I'm with you. It is a fishy line. I can't get it. Do you have any inclinations, Wick, on what's going on with the line here? Yeah, I was gonna lead with that. I have no idea why. This being minus three is very, very strange to me. But I like Tennessee in this game. I just think they're a lot better of a football team in general and being at home and better record. I I think they'll get it done by at least, at least a field goal. It should be by more though. All right. The next game we're going to talk about, I think this is the best game of the weekend. In my opinion, number seven, Washington taking on number eight, Oregon at Washington. This is going to be a matchup of Bo Nix and Michael Penix jr. Both of these guys have been playing amazing this season and, Pac-12 is a lot of fun. This is going to be a heavyweight brawl right here. Both teams are five and zero. Oh. Someone's going to lose. Someone's going to lose that O. Oh, and I don't know who to pick. Um, I think Washington is legit though, and I'm kind of leaning towards Washington, just because I think Michael Penix Jr. is better than Bo Nix, and I think that defense um, of Washington is legit, and I think they can get it done here. They have some. Um, they haven't been able to really unlock. Uh, their rushing game yet so i don't i expect this to be kind of you know aerial based offense for washington and i trust michael Penix jr here to get it done i think he's that kind of special player um and this is when the special players shine and i think i think michael Penix jr is going to go in there and protect protect it at home and get the win here although i could see oregon absolutely going off and getting the win here but zwick how are you feeling about this one yeah this this game is going to you know, be awesome as we you know talked about last week, and we'll continue to talk about. This game is going to be awesome, and I'm very excited. I like Washington. I I'm with you. I think Michael Penix is better than Bo Nix, and I think that he's you know easily a Heisman candidate. Um, I'm not sure who the betting favorite is right now, but I'm sure he's up. It's there. Penix. It's Penix. Okay, so yeah, yeah. you know the Heisman favorite basically, and. I just think this Washington team is that good. Their defense is, you know, better than a Pac-12 defense that, you know, we usually see and usually is just kind of ran through kind of like USC. But I think that this team is really good. And Washington is a really, really hard place to play. And, you know, they're playing in Washington. And I I think they'll get it done. But I think it's going to be close. Um, I like Washington minus, what is it? I think minus three. I like three, that. Yep. Um, I'd be a little more comfortable with two and a half because I think this could easily be a field goal game, but I think this one's gonna be awesome. But I like Washington. Yeah. So, uh, um, Butsy, how are you feeling about this one? Washington. I'm in agreement with you guys. Um, I I actually just think Washington's a better team. Um, I think if these two were if these if this game was played on neutral ground, it would probably be a pick and I would still pick Washington. Um, I think Washington's better. I think Michael Penix is the better quarterback. Um, but this game, like this week and I were talking about this on Monday when we were recapping last weekend, this game goes a lot further than just this weekend. Like this has, you know, 
Big 12 or sorry, Pac 12 ranking implications. And this has college football playoff implications. Like, I understand that these teams are out of the top four right now, but if a team, whoever wins this game, has a chance to run the table in the Pac 12, if they run the table in the Pac 12, they're go, whoever wins, if they win out and win the Pac 12 championship, they're going to the college football playoff. Like, they will be going to the college football playoff. So, and if you lose, you're you're playing from behind, and you got to pray that they the team who wins finds a finds a loss somewhere. But man, this game is gonna be fucking awesome. I think it's gonna be a great game in itself, and I think it has crazy implications down the line um, for the rest of the season. But with that all being said, I'm still going to take uh, Washington here minus the three. I think they get it done. I think Penix is a better quarterback. I think their defense will be able to slow down Oregon enough. Um, this over is 67. I do kind of like this under. Uh, but both offenses are really explosive, so it should be an amazing game. I'm really looking forward to it. This is like a glued-to-your-couch mm-hmm. type of, like, just watch start-to-finish type of game. Like, this isn't a game that you kind of have on in the background and you check on every now and then. This is probably the biggest game of the year so far. Okay, this is one I'm really excited to talk about, Auburn versus LSU. I don't think it's going to be a great game. I think LSU is going to wipe the floor with Auburn. I am not a Peyton Thorne guy. I talked about it last um last podcast how this guy just doesn't make throws he's under a thousand yards this season he's got he's at i believe he's at 648 which is insane because it's the seventh game of the season and or sorry 643 he's played all games i made sure to check because i was like there's no way he's at 643 playing all games um and the last i just want to read off his completion or his attempts uh numbers ready against georgia on Saturday, he had 19 pass attempts. Against Texas A&M, he had 12. Against um, Cal, he had 14. And against UMass, he had 17. Now, he did have 32 passing attempts, 24 of which he completed, and that was against Samford in Week 3. So this guy cannot get the football out of his hands. Um, he's either handing it off or rushing it himself. And, yeah, I'm not a Peyton Thorn guy. I, I also like um, Daniels, I think. I think that um, Jaden Daniels is obviously extremely good, but I think he's coming into, um, you know, the hype a little bit. I think that it took some time for him to warm up. Obviously, this is his second year at LSU. He looked a little bit slow in the opening against FSU, but the last couple of games, he was looked really, really solid, and I think this Auburn defense is not going to be able to contain LSU. This is a game I would look at the over total. I don't know it off the top of my head, but LSU's secondary has been terrible, which is weird because usually – their cornerback you um but yeah i'm loving uh lsu here with a lean towards the total but see are you taking any plays in this game no i don't think i'm gonna put any skin in this game um the total is 60 and a half for those wondering uh lsu i just think gets it done in in convincing fashion um weird game for them last week though they weren't covering for a single play in that game which is it's just really yeah, it's odd weird. um i did have lsu so that was great Nice. Um, I didn't deserve to win, but I will take a win and I will shut my mouth and not brag about that being if I was on the right side of it because I was not. Um, but overall, I think LSU is finding their stride. Like I said this to you, Max, after the um after the Florida State game. I thought I thought they were gonna be okay, and I thought they were gonna find their stride. I thought Chip Kelly would be able to figure something out. Uh their offense is is rolling right now, probably one of the top offenses in the country scoring wise. Um, their defense just has a million holes and it's unbelievably bad. Uh, but against Auburn, I think they take care of business pretty convincingly. Zwick, any plays on this one? Um, I like LSU minus 11.5, honestly, just because I don't think, you know, as you were talking about, Peyton Thorne has been really unimpressive, and I don't think 
that their passing attack can keep up with Jaden Daniels and the LSU offense, um, especially with the way Jaden Daniels has been playing. He's looked awesome. I know that the LSU defense is pretty suspect, but I ha- I have to see it from the Auburn offense to believe it, and I just haven't seen it yet. So maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I like LSU to win by at least 12. Yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, next game on the slate, USC heads to Notre Dame, South Bend and tries to pull out a win against Notre Dame team that I think their season's just about done here. They're five and two kind of out of the call. They're definitely out of the college football playoff. Um, this is a pissed off Notre Dame team coming off of a loss to a very good Louisville team. Now USC's defense is absolutely terrible. Do you think Notre Dame is going to be able to test that swift? I do. I, I think that, I mean, Sam Hartman has to have a bounce back game. You know, Notre Dame wants to go anywhere. I think it's over. But if they want to, you know, at least try to salvage their season, um, I think he has to have a bounce back game against the poor, poor, poor USC defense. And I think he will. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, the Notre Dame defense is a lot better than USC's. And I think Caleb Williams could struggle in this game. But we all know how great he is and how good that this USC offense can be. So I, I think I like USC in this game, but I think it's Irish minus two and a half. I like USC in this game. I just think they're a lot better of a football team. I think that this offense is too explosive and they will not go all game without, you know, breaking it out. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I thought I was going to be kind of alone on this one, but I guess the public's on minus two and a half. So Notre Dame money, Notre Dame is minus two and a half. I mean, um, so I, I guess a lot of people are seeing it the same way as we are. I don't, I do think that, like you said, Sam Hartman's going to be able to bounce back and really take advantage of this UFC defense or sorry. Yeah. You, I said UFC, USC defense. Yep. Here, yep. Or yep lack different of sport. defense. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. This is going to be an awesome game though. Cause this is one of those games where Caleb Williams is going to be forced to shine really. Um, and this is a big stage. I, it's prime time, 7.30 p.m. on NBC. A lot of people are going to be watching this game, and I don't know. I could see Caleb Williams single-handedly bringing this game um, out, but, I mean, this is a, a Notre Dame team that's really pissed off, and they're at home. So, Butsy, you think Notre Dame's going to be able to get it done? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm going to say Notre Dame on the money line here. I'm not going to mess around with the points. I'm just going to say Notre Dame money line. Listen, they can't play worse than they did last week, I don't think. Uh, Sam Harbin threw three picks, which was so uncharacteristic of him and so, uh, you know, unusual of him. I think that he's going to have a huge bounce back week against this really bad USC um, defense. And I think Notre Dame's defense will be able to slow down Caleb Williams enough to the point where Notre Dame can put up points and get a lead. Um, If you guys remember, I don't know if you guys actually remember this. This is a callback, callback, big time callback. I think week two or week one. I shipped in, maybe even week zero. I forget which week it was. But I, I already shipped this in. I said, Notre Dame is going to beat USC. I said, find when that game is. I got to find the clip yeah. in the podcast. I said, I find when this, this game is. And I said, I think Notre Dame is going to beat USC this year at Notre Dame. And the time has arrived for that to happen. So hopefully uh, my prediction has been right. Because if not, I'll lose a lot of credibility. But I'm going to take Notre Dame on the money line here, uh, reinforcing what I said weeks and weeks ago. Yeah, that's I I do remember that. Um, so yeah, good good memory. Hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully you're right. This one, this next one, number twenty five, Miami heading to UNC 
to take on number <laughs> 12, North Carolina. And I mean, this is Drake May versus Trevor Van Dyke. And Miami is coming off of, sorry, Tyler Van Dyke. Miami is coming off of one of the most, if not the most embarrassing moments in college football history, obviously not kneeling and then fumbling and then losing because the other team scored. I forget which team it was against Uh, Georgia tech, Georgia tech. Yes. Yeah. Georgia tech who they themselves got embarrassed at home by some terrible team. I can't remember off the top of my head the weekend before come back and beat Miami, who at the time was unbeaten. And many people thought if they get a win there, they look good against this game against UNC. Maybe we're talking about, single digit rankings maybe even in the top five to seven now they're all the way down to number 25 and the nation they've kind of been the story of the nation this past week with what was a terrible coaching decision and not the first time that mario's done that um i believe he did it in an oregon versus stanford game a couple years ago as well where he did not call um a qb kneel at the right time and ended up getting in trouble there um i love unc here they just got back um, one of their key targets and Walker. I thought he looked really solid, even though um, obviously he was kind of working his way back into everything. And yet, Cade or Drake May is just a lot better than um, Van Dyke here. And I think this Miami team has a lot of issues. Obviously, there was that um, that video going around of I forget who his name was, but the lineman on the side for Miami just literally just oh yeah just what the what, what the, the fuck, fuck, fuck are we doing? doing yeah yeah I think that Miami's in a bad way right now and you can't you can't think like they have the coaching advantage because um Mario is just not a good in-game coach he's a good recruiter and everything but he makes a lot of you know like bad decisions in game so if you give UNC the home advantage the coaching advantage and the quarterback advantage um Plus that he has Drake May's getting all of his weapons. I'm I'm inclined to think UNC is going to win and cover the minus two and a half here. I really like this play. Um, Zwick, are you t- uh, tailing me on this one? I I like it too. I think Miami is too dysfunctional to to compete in this game. And honestly, I think minus two and a half is kind of a low spread. I thought it would be more, maybe around five or six. But I think that they're just you know, I honestly think their team chemistry is probably a little fucked up from last week because what they went through last week is just like disgusting and like, like just you know, I don't know how that happens. I know we talked about it last week, so I won't get into it, but I think North Carolina is just a better team. Drake May is really, really fucking good. Um, he's a lot better than Van Dyke yeah. in this game, and I UNC's at home in Chapel Hill. So I like North Carolina. Butsy? Agreed. Um, North Carolina, like, they still have college football hopes, too. Like, they're going to need to go undefeated to play uh, Florida State in the ACC Championship. And if they beat Florida State in the ACC Championship, they might get in. So, like, this is a big game for North Carolina. I think Miami is too dysfunctional. I think Drake May is just a far superior QB, too. Oh, excuse me. Especially Max, what's the guy's name? Uh, the other key weapon, key wide receiver back. Oh, uh, Tez Walker. I think getting him back is is huge. Oh yeah, I saw that. The um, was that the eligibility? Yeah, he was. Video he was on Instagram. Like, yeah, yeah, he yeah, transferred yeah, yeah, yeah. and all that. It was a whole thing. Yeah, so I think that's going to be huge for him this week. Uh, Drake May, phenomenal QB, probably the second best QB in the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him to get it done at home against Miami. Miami man, I mean, if you're a Miami fan, you got to be just really fucking pissed off. Really sad. Um, 
You want to, yeah, just sad. I mean, it's like you can be angry, but at the end of the day, like as the week goes on, you just get sad because this is a team that also, you know, was was undefeated and had hopes of, you know, going into UNC undefeated, and that could be the huge matchup to see who plays Florida State in the ACC championship game. And now you kind of just choked it away and threw it out the window. So, um, probably Max. I know you were saying it might have been the worst loss I've that anyone's ever had. I think no. it is. Yeah, it's up. There. It's up there. I don't no, know. No, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, all you have to do is take a dumbest knee, and the game loss. is over. Like yeah. it's the yeah. dumbest, dumbest loss. Dumbest, yeah. Oh, yeah. agreed. Dumbest. Dumbest. Agreed. Dumbest loss. You just gotta kneel the ball. Kneel the ball, bro. Just, just like. All right. Now I have a question for you guys too, because um, you guys know the show Pick'em, Barstool Pick'em. Yeah. yeah. It's with Rico, Dave, uh, and yep. Big Cat and Hank, and they were debating this because Rico, you know, Rico sometimes brings up some really bad points, but this one I didn't think was that crazy how much of this that decision Miami's decision to run the football is on the head coach and is there any responsibility of the players to say what the fuck are we doing why don't we just kneel the football well so it's interesting it's just an interesting debate because Rico got slammed in it but I want to hear what you guys have to say I'll go ahead I I kind of don't hate that take honestly because it's like why are you not like there's no way they called that play and are like, why are we not kneeling the ball? And if that was the case and they were thinking that, why are you not just like, why is the running back not just sliding at immediate con immediate contact? So I think it's just, it might just be a dumb, dumb team, but that's also a really dumb, dumb thing to say. So I don't know. I, I, I don't really hate that take, but it's just like, it's just confusing. It's interesting. It's an interesting yeah, take. Um, I don't hate it. If I remember correctly, no, nah, I could be wrong. But if I remember correctly, the running back, um, I'm looking. I'm trying to find his stat line. I'm pretty he sure he had 99 he, yards. Yes, and he had just come yep. back from like a major injury, so it was it would have been his first hundred yard game since, um, obviously the major injury, so, and he was trying to get. I think they were trying to get him to a hundred yards, um. And this comes back obviously to the recruiting. Yeah. So what's his face? I guess I, I can't really see it. I'm trying to find it right here. Oh yeah. Donald Cheney Jr. Well, he ended with 106. So I guess that was not I it sounded what I had heard was that he it must have been Donald Cheney Jr. He was at like 99 yards. He needed the last yard to get the win. Um, and he's he was obviously injured last season. He comes back, he hasn't had a hundred yards yet. Uh, this is, comes goes back to that recruiting thing where Mario's a good recruiter. He kind of sells himself on doing stuff like this for the players. I think the reason they didn't kneel is because one, it was the coach's call, but two, he was trying to like you know do the right thing. And there was a bunch of recruits there. I had heard like a bunch of like a huge recruiting class there, um, which one of the recruits flipped from Georgia to Miami after that game, which was kind of incredible because I know that's insane. Um, yeah, he was on Twitter all like talking shit on Georgia, how Georgia only targets one tight end or whatever. And they're just talking about Brock Bowers, but w- that's besides the point. But yeah, so I believe there was a large recruiting class there and he was trying to show out and do the recruiting thing and show that, you know, he gives a fuck about his players and cares about their stats. And it completely backfired in his face. If I had to guess, I think that's what happened. Um, okay. I'm going to name three more games and we can, t- if you guys want to talk about any of them, just let me know, but I'm just going to run through them real quick for now. Number 18, UCLA versus number 15, Oregon State. Um, this is with Tua's little brother take, or sorry, DJ Uyunglele 
versus um, a UCL de- UCLA defense, which has been very, very legit. This one's going to be another really fun one to watch. Uh, Missouri versus Kentucky. Um, Missouri's unranked. I don't think they should be unranked, but they are. They ha- they just had their first loss um, against, I forget who, I, th- I believe it was LSU. LSU. And they were yeah. looking, I watched first, I watched all that game. The first, they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won that game. The first three quarters, at least, it looked like, I was like, holy shit, they are in full control of that one. So um, Kentucky is not looking great. I do think Missouri can go in there and at least put a scaring to them. I'm not sure if they're going to get the win, but I think they could get something going there. So that's a game worth um, just looking at. And then NC State versus Duke. This game would have been a lot more interesting if Riley Leonard was playing. Uh, I don't think he is. I think he's still out with that ankle injury. So for now, this is just a Duke team trying to stay afloat here and not get too far ahead of themselves or too far out of it in hopes that Riley Leonard comes back. So this game is not inherently as interesting as it was like two or three weeks ago. But any of these mm-hmm. games you want to stop and talk about other than just the brief run through? I, I, I'm going to do a brief run through of two of those. NC State is still sneaky good. Yes. Like I, I, think, I think they're sneaky, not bad. Duke is minus three and a half. Um. I don't know if NC State's going to win, but I think they're going to make it interesting for the majority of the game. I think it's going to be a very, very close game and an entertaining one. So keep an eye on NC State to upset Duke here at yep. home uh, with no Riley Leonard. And for UCLA, Oregon State is DJ Max. You want to pronounce his last name for me because I can't Ooh, do it. Ooh, Sure. We'll go with that. Um, either he's going to throw five touchdowns or he's going to throw one. Yeah, exactly. I, like, it, there's know. no in between. Like, I don't feel like I I check his stat line every week because, um, I think he's really talented and I think he's a really good quarterback and their offense is really solid. But it's like either he throws five or he throws one or two. Like, he never throws three or four. Mm. It's either he goes absolutely ballistic or he has just a mediocre game. So, um, it depends what offense you're gonna get, uh, and what what DJ. Go ahead, Uyunglele. That you're gonna see, um, so I, I I'm gonna stay away from that game, but I I think it's gonna be a ent- very entertaining game. He was like that at Clemson too last season. I mean, it was just same thing over and over. A lot again. of volatility. A lot yeah. of volatility. Such a disappointing prospect too. I don't know, like I don't know how familiar you guys are with like the recruiting out of high school, but yeah, he, he was, was heavy, like very was heavily recruited and very highly thought of, and just didn't pan out. Didn't he? Um, he went on Dabo's private jet. And yeah. Dabo was like, hey, going to be throwing a lot of touchdowns down there, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then he transferred like a season out. later. Yeah, that did not pan out well at all. Yeah, he uh, that was. Yeah, I he was. I mean, he's out of St. John Bosco, which is, I, I believe, number five or seven ranked in the Best high schools in the country. Yeah. Number, wow. Right wow, now, Max, number, that's a good call. Thank you. Number one is Matter Day. I've weirdly been looking at all these high school football short YouTube shorts. Like I've been kind of like crushing it. it. I kind of like watching- it. Dude, I've been loving watching the fucking high school linemen watching their tapes, dude. It's insane. The pancake box. Watch, I watched Bryce Young's high school highlights once. And yeah. That was fun. Dude, there's like this one thing in particular where he goes to like this one guy he goes to the um like every game and he just talks about all the rivalries and shit. And we're actually right now I'm I'm toggling between Memphis Tulane and then these two Georgia high school football teams are playing right now. So. High school football is fun because these dudes are, I don't know what they're feeding kids right now, but they're fucking massive. They're all like six, eight. Um, yeah. But right now, if, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure St. John Bosco is, I believe, number five or seven. I think they just played um, what's their face, Matter Day or whatever, however you pronounce Matter it. Um, yeah. Which is, 
I think they played last weekend, and if I'm remembering correctly, matter matter. What is? How do you say it, Zwick? Modern modern day. Modern day. Modern day is. Is it modern, modern day? day? I think it's oh. modern day. Yeah. There was some, and there was some high school plus. Was Bobo there? Uh, some someone some NBA player was there that I remember that that put them on the map. I forget who it was. I'll do research while you keep talking about Saint Saint John Bosco is number nine in the nation right now. So. Mm. Yeah, Ma- Modern Day is number one at seven and zero. Bishop Gorman, eight and zero. IMG number four. Um, but yeah, these are always interesting. Texas call or Texas high school football. If you haven't watched that yet? It's like watching college. Um, it's fucking nuts. Everybody. Yeah, it's. Insane. I've also been watching a lot of the Vols prospects. Um, they have this guy out of Alabama who just got bumped up to number ten ranked nationally. So, pretty. It cool was Bobo, by the way. It was Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. I remember. On the map I I knew the that school first as a basketball school to be honest dj strawberry also went to matter day shit who the hell is shout that? out dj strawberry who the hell is that? uh he oh, was oh. yeah he was um he was a american-born cameroonian professional basketball player who plays for an egyptian team now but nice. i remember him at a, in high school he was he was sick in high school crazy remember, but do you remember aiden livingston we went to high school with him yes he, he went there he went to Matter Day and then is a long was a long snapper at BC for a while. The reason that we he know DJ Strawberry, I did see that was it was actually a really good school too. I forget yeah. where it was. Um, the reason we know DJ Strawberry is he's the son of former MLB player Daryl Strawberry. Oh, was a very yeah. good MLB Mets, player, Mets player. Yeah, yes, correct. Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Bringing it back, dude. Well done. That's good podcasting right there. Great um, podcasting. All right, yeah, Zwick. Do you have any? Oh, um, uh, Livingston. University of Virginia. Right. Yes, yes, yes. He's a smart dude. Very, very smart dude. Never talked to him. Don't know. But um, Shout yeah. out Aiden, Aiden Livingston. <laughs> but yeah, Zwick, uh, any other final thoughts on those games or any other games? I think the UCLA-Oregon State games can be awesome. Um, it feels like every week we're talking about the Pac-12, and it's deservingly so because the Pac-12 is fucking awesome, mm-hmm. and it's so fun to watch their games and um, it's dying this year <laughs> and it's dying. Yeah. And after this year, it'll yeah. be completely gone. So I can't wait for this yep. weekend. Oregon wait. Washington will have me glued to my couch. Um, This weekend is going to fuck. I am. It is going to fuck. <laughs> and this weekend love, is going to fuck. It's so going to fuck. And I love football. I, I love like, the board. I, I love, love the board this weekend. Max, um, just a quick question. Do I have time to run through my 22 college football bets for this weekend? Oh, do yeah, of course. Yeah, give us a little run through. Okay, ready? Uh, Central Michigan, Akron, under 43. Oh, Northern Illinois, scary. Ohio, under 45. Michigan, Indiana, under 45 and a half. Eastern Michigan, Kent State, under 41. A lot of unders this week. Toledo, <laughs> Ball State, under 48 and a half. BYU, TCU, under 52. Temple, North Texas, under 48 and a half, or 68 and a half, sorry. Indiana <laughs> plus 34, Cal plus 11, Notre Dame money line. Yeah, I'm taking that under 68 and a half. Uh, Iowa plus nine and a half, Arkansas plus 19 and a half, Wisconsin, Iowa under 35. Both of these teams are just so bad on offense. Kansas, Oklahoma State under 56, NC State plus three and a half, Wake Forest plus the uh, one and a half, Mizzou Max. I lied. I do have a play in the Kentucky Missouri game, and it's Missouri plus the two and a half. Illinois plus 14 and a half. Uh, Purdue team total under 16 and a half. Michigan State five and a half plus Marshall plus one. And then Wyoming plus 11 and a half. So 
make sure to repeat that. You know, just just do the rewind thirty seconds if you want to yeah. make sure you get all those plays down because uh, I'm 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 I think it's gonna be a good good Saturday. So looking what, forward to it. How much research goes into like these like 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 an Akron game that you're betting like a on? Central Michigan Akron yeah. game that you're betting yeah, on like, on a Wednesday night. <laughs> all right, so thought goes full into that. full transparency here. Full transparency time, guys. This is this is confession time. I have been paying for this guy's picks for a little bit. Okay. okay. For about uh two months now. And okay. he's not one of those handicappers that goes on TikTok and says, I never lose, blah, 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 blah. He's not one of those guys. Uh he does it professionally, he understands about you know, just losing and unit sizing and all that. So he's had a couple profitable football weekends in a row. Um, so I really just take whatever his card is. And so there's different unit sizing, there's a unit. Uh, there's you one unit, half unit, and then quarter unit. So I adjust my plays, my unit sizing accordingly to, you know, full unit, half unit, quarter unit. Um, and he's been he's been very very good to me past couple weeks. So we're just gonna keep riding whatever he puts out. Mm. So, um, you're a fraud. I'm a little bit of a fraud. I used to be non fraudulent, and I used to just lose a shit ton of money. So I'd rather be a little more fraudulent and then make money than than That's not fair. be fraudulent or. I like not that. be fraudulent and lose a shit ton of money. There. I like that. Yeah. I Full was transparency gonna... though, guys. I, I wanted to, I wanted to have a heart to heart open, open dialogue. Oh, I, guys it. It. I was trying to talk. find the, uh, the, you know, the end of the like ringer ads of gambling. And it's like, if you were someone who, or a loved one has a gambling addiction, please call, <laughs> call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah. Or 1-800-GAMBLER at 422. Know the number. <laughs> yeah. I was going to find that. It's yeah. different for every state. They have to say it now for every single state. Yeah, because whenever I watch like a barstool gambling one, they're like, if you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler. And I was like, me, no. Me, me but it's funny bucks? because all the people that do those shows have massive gambling problems. This is the guy with twenty two plays, including a play on Akron Central. Oh, Michigan. I'm 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 right in the in the thick of it with them. I mean, the Central Michigan Akron under forty three. That's one of the filthiest plays. That, do you have a Northern Illinois play in there? I do Northern Illinois Ohio. Of Miami yes. under 45. Or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. <laughs> Call 1 877 That's for you, bud. I don't know. I hope you guys Thanks. heard that. I think, I think, I, I really appreciate it though, because I think you guys are a little concerned for me, as is Jordan. Uh, we talked about this in the NFL segment. Jordan was like, yeah, you know, you got a little bit of an issue. Uh, we, we, we can talk about it whenever you want. Like, I'm here for you. Uh, we, I'm, I'm here for you to talk about it. Um, so, yeah. yeah. All right. I like well, let's if I'm if I'm ever ready to talk about it, it will be on this podcast. Sounds good. Yeah, for the public. Oh, yes. That's always solid. All right. Let's leave them wanting more, boys. Thank you all for listening. That has been the Couch Podcast previewing the upcoming NFL and college football weeks. It's gonna be a fun one. Can't wait to watch some football and get back to you guys on Tuesday with our recap of the following week. So thank you all for listening and peace. Peace.